Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The 11 to 1 show. Presenters Ant and Dex surprise fans by going back to their roots and we're feeling all nostalgic about this. More on this on the way after Tiffany. I think we're alone on LMFM's 11 to 1. Tiffany, I think we're alone now. LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you and I'm going to continue the nostalgia vibes on the show today because a lot of people are just truly delighted to hear this news. Now, people who were growing up around the sort of late 80s, 90s, that's when this show really had its heyday, are going to remember this. This is going to bring you back now, this nostalgia opening title for you. Oh my God, even looking at it, the title (laughs) looks so old. But TV duo Ant and Deck are bringing back their popular teen drama Biker Grove for a new series 17 years after it was last broadcast. I'm going to chat to you about that last broadcast in a minute because I've been on a Google rabbit hole excursion here just to... (laughs) I'll tell you about the last episode of it, but... This new series is in development with Fullwell 73 and Meter Studios and it's going to return under the name Biker. So the Grove, they're, they're dropping the Grove and it's going to be filmed and produced in and around the North East in the UK. So it's going to see a new generation of teenagers navigating the challenges faced by young adults today, touching on youth and adult storylines and set against a backdrop of Newcastle and North East in the UK. And that's kind of like, like I'm going to say Biker Grove really was, you know, sort of, it did t- tackle sort of darker image, uh, you know, issues of the of the day. There was a lot of this sort of darker stuff that was going on in Biker Grove, and um, we will remember, of course, that Anton Deck were PJ and Duncan in the original series. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble. Anyone remember that song that they released as well? Absolutely brilliant. I was obsessed with them. Obsessed, and. Um, we, they they say we owe a lot to Biker Grove and the Northeast, so we can't wait to start working with Fullwell 73 and the team to bring this iconic series back to life. So already they are talking about characters and storylines and they are buzzing at all the possibilities ahead. So they know uh, full well that this original 
series was the starting point for a lot of Northeast talent. So they're excited to see what the new team will bring. So uh, they it doesn't kind of say when it's going to be released, but that's very much in the pipeline. But I was Googling and I landed on Den of Geek, which is a great website, by the way, for people. Uh, and uh, it says the show's final story went down in history as one of the all time bonkers uh, TV endings. So like most kind of really cool um, long running series, Biker Grove was getting the chop in 2006. So they had a couple of episodes left to go, but they were forced to kind of bring the conclusion uh, quicker than they wanted. So they titled the last episode uh, and uh, this is basically so the, the characters learn. So the teenage Grovers learn that their characters in a TV show. I know, manipulated by the entertainment of a writer who's bringing their story to a close. Now self-aware, the crew are given the ability to write their own endings by their creator who can't bear to kill them off himself. Much madness ensues as the kids let their imagination loose. So the Grove is attacked by aliens, a T-Rex as well. Um, One girl wears an end is nigh sandwich board and begs for mercy. At the end of the episode... A pair of preteen anarchists determined to keep the Grove out of the hands of evil property tycoons push the plunder on a makeshift bomb. The screen is flooded with white light and then afterwards a montage of characters from across the years plays over the Beatles in my life. So there you go. Talk about a very existential ending to Biker Grove but that was the very, very last episode. Do you remember this show? It was sort of a bit of a, it was a little bit out there sometimes as well but it did tackle the darker side of kind of teen life in the UK as well. I think it used to be on, it was on the BBC, BBC One I think in afternoons, after school, that kind of thing. If you remember it, let me know 086 1800 658. Mumford and Sons with The Cave and LMFM's 11 to 1. I had PJ and Duncan posters on my wall, says Pamela. Oh, yeah, I think I was about 10, 10 maybe or 11 when the Let's Get Ready to Rumble uh, song came out. I think that was maybe around the age I was. Uh, I grew up with just RTE 1 and 2, so no biker growths for me, says another another message. Oh, that's bringing it way back with the two channels. Yeah, yeah, listen, you were missing out. You're missing out on gritty teen drama from the UK. Now, just want to let people know a coffee morning is happening this Saturday, 8th of July from 10am to 12. It's happening in the Market House, Main Street, Dunleer. And cyclists from Dunleer are Nolian and Eileen. Uh, they are uh, doing this and they are cycling um, for CF, Cystic Fibrosis Ireland. So they're going from Malin to Mizzen. Fair play to them. So they're doing that um, uh, over four days. Uh, fair play to them with that. And they're raising all this money for Cystic Fibrosis Ireland. So if you're in Dunleer doing your shopping on Saturday morning, pop in for a coffee all money there going towards a great cause. Also on Saturday, if you're looking for something to do with the kids, this is a great one now because kids and I think, you know, any opportunity to have them away from a screen and be out in the fresh air playing, doing what kids are supposed to do. And to, this Saturday is National Play Day. So Loud, local Loud Sports Partnership on behalf of Loud County Council in conjunction with St. Nicholas's GFC down the road from us here in Rathmullen Road in Drogheda. They are hosting the National Play Day on Saturday. So the theme is Wonder and Discovery and it's chosen to represent the wonder and discovery that unfolds when children play outside. Exactly. My kids outside yesterday, uh, well the, the younger guy with the neighbours, were out um, exploring and doing all sorts around the estate looking at different uh, plants and everything else and they came back with this bowl they wanted a bowl 
and they had gotten all the grass and different bits of weeds and everything all together making a plain chef outside. <laughs> I mean, I love to see that stuff. I love to see the simple things. So access to outdoor play means children have many opportunities for de- developing their imagination and physical abilities. Playing in nature also presents opportunities for exploration and adventure. So National Play Day happening on Saturday in St. Nicholas's GFC Gaelic Grounds and they are that's going on from 10am until 2. So they'll be well entertained there. It's completely free as well. Lots of play and sport activities for children and families to participate on the day and they're hoping that the event will give children in the in the area the opportunity to play freely and help them celebrate the start of the summer holidays and have some fun as well and please God just let the rain bugger off for a while and let them be outside because that's what they want to do. They do want to go outside and play and what a great event that is on Saturday. Now if you'd like to go along to a great event happening in Dundalk Stadium next week I have a lovely prize up for grabs. I'm going to give you all the details of that plus I've got music from Keen to Grow on the way. The 11 to 1 show. How would you like a nice afternoon and evening out at the races at Dundalk Stadium while they're having their annual Ladies' Day and International Summer Dual Race Day next week? And I have some tickets to give away. All the details of the competition coming up after Keen Duck Row. It's competition time now on the show. If you're a fan of horse racing, greyhound racing or just want a good evening out, then you won't want to miss Dundalk Stadium's annual Ladies' Day and International Summer Dual Race Day. It's happening Wednesday, July 12th. Afternoon horse racing followed by evening greyhound racing, live music, DJ, kids' activities and much more. To celebrate that, Dundalk Stadium have given us their grab-and-go package for two people to give away on the show every day this week. So, it includes admission, race cards, entertainment and a food voucher for the outdoor food stall on the day. As well as that, on Friday's show, we're going to have another chance uh, to draw an upgrade one of those daily winners to a fabulous view restaurant package which includes a four course meal on the night so scenes as they're promoting their grab and go package we're going to move away from food today because I'm going to be honest with you the last few days just all this talk about food coming in on 086 1800 658 just has me salivating here and the tummy rumbling before one o'clock we don't want that so Today, I want you to name something you grab as you're going out the door. You know, when you're rushing out the door, what do you grab? You know, the keys? Is it an umbrella? Whatever it is, what do you grab and go as you're going out of the house? Let me know. 086 1800 658. And we'll pick another daily finalist towards the end of the show. Now, back to the music. Here's you too with the sweetest thing. to there with the sweetest thing loads of messages coming in for the competition keep those coming 086-1800-658 now look what I know it's the first week of July but there are people out there that like to be prepared and ready for back to school me included I'm already looking at the uniforms and you know getting bags prepared and all that sort of stuff and you know back to school is a costly business it is and kitting them all out is costly so we are going to be looking at the back to school clothing and footwear allowance with Dundalk branch of Citizens Information we're going to be joined by Lisa Cunningham next. The 11 to 1 show. 
Although it's just the first week of summer holidays, parents are already planning for back to school. And as we know, this time of the year is very expensive. So it's important that parents of school going children know about their entitlements when it comes to the back to school clothing and footwear allowance. Lisa Cunningham from Dundalk branch of Citizens Information has all the details. Hi, it's Lisa Cunningham here from Dundalk Citizens Information Centre in Dundalk. And today I'm going to talk about the back to school clothing and footwear allowance. So this is a payment that can help with the cost of uniforms and footwear for children going to school. The scheme opens in June 2023. There's no exact date yet, so June 2023. And the closing date for applications is the 30th of September 2023. The payment is paid automatically to many families. So if you are paid automatically, you do not need to apply. And the department will let you know if you are paid automatically um, by either using mywelfare.ie or by post before the end of June 2023. So who can get the payment? You may qualify for the back to school clothing and footwear allowance if you have a child that qualifies and you are either getting a social welfare payment or participating in an approved employment, education or training support scheme. Um, Your household is within the income limits, which I'll run through in a few moments. And you and each child you are claiming um, the payment for are a resident in Ireland. If you are getting a social welfare payment, you must be getting an increase for what's called a qualified child with your payment. However, there are some exceptions. So you could be on a qualifying payment, but the rules for that actual payment don't provide for a child payment. So examples of that would be like maternity benefit or adoptive benefit. However, you can still claim the back to school clothing and footwear allowance if you meet the other rules. You could be on a qualifying social welfare payment, but you're not getting an increase because your spouse or partner's income is over the specified limit for that payment. However, you can still apply for the payment once your overall household income is within the limits, which I'll run through in a moment. So what children qualify? The child needs children aged between four and 17 on the 30th of September, the year you are applying for the back to school clothing and footwear allowance. So 2023 is this year or aged between 18 and 22 and returning to full time second level education in a recognised school or college in the autumn of the year that you're applying for the back to school uh, clothing and footwear allowance, which again is 2023. And again, you cannot claim for a child who is not resident in the state. Foster children do not qualify for this payment because the financial support foster parents get from TUSLA includes help with the cost of clothing and footwear for the child. So income limits. Your income, um, your total household income must be less than the amount set out in the weekly incomes, which I'm going to talk about in a second. All your dependent children are counted when the income limit is applied, including children who do not qualify for that say that they're under age, so under four. Your total household income includes your main social welfare or HSE payment and any other income you may have, including wages, which is our before tax, but excludes PRSI and a standard travel allowance of up to €20 per week. Any maintenance, any savings and investments are all included. Savings and investments, including property, but not your own own home, are assessed in the income um, assessment. So for savings and investments, the first 5000 is not taken into consideration and then anything over that is, um, and it's done in a different means test. Any income you get from child benefit, rent supplement or another social welfare income supplement, working family payment or guardian's payment, 
blind welfare allowance, rehabilitation training allowance, rehabilitative employment of up to €165 per week, the domiciliary care allowance, mobility allowance and any HAP payments is not counted. So the weekly income limits. For one child, it's 642. If you have two children, the weekly income limit is 692. Um, For three children, it's 742. And for four children, it's 792. And the income limit is increased by 50 euro for each additional dependent child. So in 2023, the back school clothing and footwear allowance paid for each eligible child aged between eight, sorry, four and 11, um, on the 30th of September 2023, is €260. Euro. And then for any children aged between 12 and 22, on the 30th of September, is €385. Euro. Children aged between 18 and 22 years, again, must be returning to full-time, second-level education in a recognised school or college in the autumn of 2023. So how do you apply? The scheme will open in June 2023. Again, we don't have an exact date yet. And the closing date for applications is the 30th of September. The payment will automatically be paid to a lot of families. And if you're not automatically paid, then you will need to apply when the scheme opens. And again, you can't apply until the scheme opens, which is in June. If you have applied for a social welfare payment and you're waiting for a decision on your application or you have appealed a decision which has not yet been awarded to you, um, you should apply for the back to school clothing and footwear allowance before the scheme closes. And then put a wee note with it explaining that you're waiting on a decision for a payment. And then your your, um, back to school clothing and footwear allowance application will then be processed um, after you have a decision. If you're not happy with the decision made, you cannot appeal a decision on your back to school clothing and footwear um, allowance. However, um, if you're unhappy with the decision, you should send a letter to the Back to School Clothing and Footwear Allowance Review section. And I'll just call out the address now in a wee second. And you should do that review within 21 days of getting your decision. So the address is the Back to School Clothing and Footwear Allowance Review section, Social Welfare Services, Department of Social Protection, College Road, Sligo. And the contact number is 071-919-919. 3318 or 0818 111 113. There's also an email address. It's bscfa at Again, it's going to be, the scheme will be opening in June and we just don't have a date exactly when in June it will open um, and there's no forms available yet to um, download or post out. So that's the information on the back to school clothing and footwear allowance. Um, so I'll just run through now the Drogheda and Dundalk um, contact details. So the address for Drogheda is 86 West Street, Drogheda County Louth. The contact number is 0818075940. The reception area is open Monday to Friday from half nine to five, closed for lunch between one and two. The drop-in clinic, so that's if you'd like to speak with an information officer, is Monday to Friday and the clinic is run from half nine to one. Last entry into the queue is half twelve. And um, to speak with an information officer there, you drop in, take a ticket and take a seat and and wait. Now that service again is very busy um, and we advise people to come as close to half nine as possible to make sure that you're seen in that um, day. If you're not seen, 
before one o'clock, then you will be asked to come back another day. The Dundalk Citizens Information Centre, the address is 3 to 6 Adelphi Plaza, Long Walk, Dundalk, County Loud. The contact number is 0818-07-5950. Again, the reception is open Monday to Friday from half nine to five, closed for lunch between one and two. The drop-in clinic, so if you'd like to speak with an information officer or have assistance with a, uh, with a form, is Monday to Friday from half nine to one. Again, last entry to the queue is half 12. And again, a very busy service. We would advise people to come uh, as close to half nine as possible to make sure you're seen in that date. Also um, in the Dundalk office, we have a revenue outreach clinic on the third Friday, usually of each month. Um, it's usually on the afternoon, two to four. And that's where someone from the local revenue office come in um, and you can speak to them. Now, this is by appointment only. So again, if you'd like to make an appointment for the Revenue Outreach Clinic, the contact number is 0818075950. So again, if anyone has any uh, queries or has any questions on what I spoke about today, you can drop into us in your local Citizens Information Centre and we'll be happy to help. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Thank you so much to Lisa Cunningham there from Dundalk Citizens Information. If you missed any of that, citizensinformation.ie. If you go in there, it's a huge website, loads of different details on it there about the back to school clothing and footwear allowance. And I will podcast out that episode there of Lisa's uh, discussion with us on lmfm.ie in the afternoon. There's Aretha Franklin say a little prayer. We are going back in time very shortly to the 50s and a very important broadcast. And today is a celebration of the two-piece. The 11 to 1 show. It's not great weather for it today, but we will be celebrating the bikini. Two, three, four, tell the people what she wore. It was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Yeah, going back to 1946 very shortly, but first, back to the music. Here's Florence and the Machine. Sometimes I feel like throw my hands up in the air. I know I can count on you. Sometimes I feel like saying, Lord, I just don't care. But you've got the love I need to see me through. Florence and the Machine, you've got the love on LMFM's 11 to 1. Getting a message on WhatsApp 086 658. Welcome to the Christy Moore fans and Drada for his TLT concert. They came from Germany visiting the Drada Museum in Melment, having never heard of it before. Yeah, Christy's playing in the TLT tonight. And uh, they're over from Germany visiting the local area. I hope you are enjoying your stay here in Drogheda. Unfortunately, it's a bit dull, but look at, you know, it's still a beautiful historic town to be going around. So hope you're enjoying the stay. Now we're time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Back to 1954 first. On this day in 1954, the BBC broadcast its first television news bulletin and today is Bikini Day. It's the anniversary of the invention of the bikini in 1946 by a Parisian fashion designer Louis Riard. The goal of this holiday is to get to the closest beach and spend the day in the bikini unless you're in the Bahamas. Forget about it. Not even here. It's not going to happen. It's like practically autumn weather out there. So a big no to Bikini Day in Ireland. 
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. There's the four of us, Mary. We are heading towards 12 news, but still to come. Breastfeeding working women are now entitled to paid breastfeeding breaks. Lactation consultant from Meath and Loud, Catherine McGowan, is with us. Plus, a Grammy Award winning singer is coming to Meath for Halloween. More details on that as well. The 11 to 1 show. A Grammy Award winning singer is coming to Mead for Halloween. I have all the details after George Ezra. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was George Ezra with Budapest. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. And we have exciting news because a Grammy Award winning singer has been named as headliner at the World famous at this stage Irish festival Puka Festival, which will be coming back to uh, the Mead area in uh, or, uh, October October for Halloween and I'm excited because I haven't heard much from this lady but this was a big hit in 1999 Yeah, Pick a Festival confirmed R&B and soul singer Macy Gray known for that gorgeous raspy voice uh, as part of the lineup. So there you go. That album, or that song, by the way, was from On How Life Is in 1999 and uh, that was just such a huge, huge hit. So the Puka Festival is going to be happening in Trim and Athboy from Friday, October 27th to October 31st. Why are you telling me about this now, Sinead? It's the middle of July. I know, I know, but tickets to Macy Gray will be going on sale this Friday at 9am and I just don't want you to miss that, you know, so that's why I'm telling you now. Um, so they're going to be working in partnership with Irish and international artists, Shauna Keith, storytellers and the lo- local community and they're going to showcase the best in contemporary Irish music, spectacle and performance over four days and five nights in Ireland's ancient east. So it's growing. It's growing all the time. As well as Macy, you've got Damien Dempsey, Sharon Shannon, uh, who else is in there? Hothouse Flowers, the High Kings, the Water Boys as well. Also, Brezzy will be bringing this podcast, Where Is My Mind, live to the area. I'm just looking at all this lineup going, who can we bring on the show? Who can we bring on the show? Would love to have Brezzy back on the show to talk about his podcast. So hopefully that'll happen. Uh, but those tickets to Macy Gray... Friday at 9am all the details pukafestival.com and like every good festival they're going to keep some surprises back for us as well because it is only July but there you go uh, look at I'm I'm all for planning in advance for these things you know uh, so there you go October is when we can look forward to that and excited to see Macy Gray back performing now let's see what else is happening in the world of celebrity The Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app Hi, I'm Max Kane. Singer Adele has hit back at the worrying trend of fans throwing things at the artist at concerts. Previously, pink fans threw items like cheese and their mother's ashes at her. Just two weeks ago, BB Rexa had a phone thrown at her head for which she needed stitches. Adele shot a t-shirt gun at the fans at her concert and issued a warning to the concert goers. Megan Trainer has given birth. 
the pop star welcomed baby number two with her husband, Spike Kids star, Daryl Sabara. They previously welcomed a son in 2021. Star of Absolutely Fabulous, Joanna Lumley has talked about her revisit to India. The actress was born there in 1946. She regularly goes back to the country and opened up about her latest trip. Each time I go back to a different part, but this time we went following the Spice Trail across the south through Kerala, Karnataka and Goa. And India is the most complex and fabulous country in the world. So many different cultures and languages and foods and spices and everything is completely different in every place. And um, being in a place called Hampi, the most colossal abandoned city, all beginning to fall into ruin. You can go there. You can walk there as we do. That's The Buzz. I'm Max Kane. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Oh, I'd listen to that woman all day long. Joanna Lumley. What a voice. What an incredible voice she has. Now, you can learn a lot about people when you ask them a question. What do you grab and go as you leave the house? <laughs> This is all part of our competition with Dundalk Stadium and some of the answers are absolutely brilliant on 086 1800 658. Yes, if you're a fan of horse racing or greyhound racing or you just fancy a nice evening out then you won't want to miss Dundalk Stadium's annual Ladies' Day and International Summer Dual Race Day. It's happening next Wednesday, July 12th. So you've got afternoon race horse racing followed by evening greyhound racing, live music, DJ, kids activities and much more. So to celebrate that, Dundalk Stadium have given us a grab-and-go package for two people to give away on the show every day this week. So you get admission race cards, entertainment and a food voucher for the outdoor stall on the day as well. On Friday, we're going to pop all of those uh, winners into the draw to upgrade one of them to a fabulous view restaurant package which includes a four-course meal on the night. So I'm asking you, what do you grab and go as you leave the house? Now, you've got the usual, where's the bloody keys from Alfie? Lovely. Handbag, everything but the kitchen sink is in it, says Shirley Indon Dog. Car keys, umbrella, says Brendan in Drogheda. Grab the handle of the door as you're going out the door. All very smart, uh, says Maureen. Sinead, the keys. I never forget how to put a neighbour in the bathroom window once, says Tarina in Lear. My phone, says M. Feely in Ballsgrove. Sinead, I always grab a book on my way out the door. No matter where I'm going, I always take one with me, says Mina in Kells. Well, look, at you never know when you might get a couple of moments to read. Fantastic. I grab my phone, says Angela as well. I always fill up a bottle of water to have in the car no matter where I'm going, says Irene in Monaster Boyce. Uh, who else? I grab the child, says Geraldine. Yeah, handy. Every time the missus leaves our house, she grabs my visa card, says Kevin in Tenor. Well, Kevin, look at You know what I mean? What's mine is, you know, yours, but what's hers is also hers. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she, she needs to just, in case... In case she can't be spending her own money on shoes and things. You know, I'd say that's a wise lady. Uh, also, the children, says another message here as well. My phone, fags and lighter, says Babs. A slice of toast as I'm running to the car, says Caroline McCabe and Carrick McCross. The cap, says Sean Walsh. Car keys, uh, I grab and go the iPad and coffee, says Eddie. Keep going with those. What do you grab and go as you're leaving the house? 86 there's Keen with Everybody's Changing. John, I'm going to shame you now. John from Ballamacanny, regular listener to the show. This is what he says. 
when I'm heading out, I grab the wife because without her, I'd just be sitting in the passenger seat with no driver. Are you telling me she's very near around the place the whole time? Oh my goodness me. I don't know what's going on. John, come on now. I hope now that, you know, you're doing things for her around the house or some damn thing because if she's ferrying you around everywhere you have to go, that's disgraceful altogether. Do keep those coming in. What do you grab as you're going out the door? 86 658 Now, as of this week, under new legislations, uh, mums are now entitled to paid breastfeeding breaks whilst at work. We're going to be joined by Catherine McGowan. She's a lactation consultant in Mead and Louth. She's also the chairperson of Drada Quidgy Breastfeeding Group. We're going to get her views on this just after these. The 11 to 1 show. As of this week, under new legislation, mums are now entitled to paid breastfeeding breaks whilst at work. Now, this has been extended from six months to two years and no doubt women are delighted with the news. But are breastfeeding women being given enough support by their employers? Joining me now to discuss this new legislation and the benefits of continuing to breastfeed is lactation consultant Catherine McCown. She's a consultant for Meath and Louth and she's chairperson of Drogheda Quidju Breastfeeding Group. Catherine, you're very welcome back to 11 to 1. How are you getting on? Good, great to talk to you again, Sinead. Great to have you. Now, great news for breastfeeding mothers. Can you outline exactly what this new entitlement entails under the new Work-Life Balance Act 2023? Sure. So, previously, up until your baby was six months old, you were entitled to breastfeeding breaks, which for the vast majority of women, they would have been on maternity leave. So, it wasn't a particularly helpful thing for women returning to work at that six-month stage. But it's great to see now that it's extended up to your child's second birthday. For every eight hours of work, you now have one hour that's paid Mm -hmm. that you can use in a 60-minute break, two 30-minutes or three 20-minute breaks. So this needs to be discussed with your employer. And if they can support you to either feed your baby in the workplace or express your milk, that can be done in those breaks if they haven't got the facilities to support you to do that, you can then negotiate using that hour to reduce your working hours. So it doesn't affect your normal lunch break, any of those breaks. Your pay doesn't get affected. And if you're working part time, it's calculated pro rata. That's fantastic. And a great point in there as well that like it's not going to affect your actual lunch break or anything like that. This yeah. is as well as your normal lunch break. Exactly. Now, would you find that a lot of women still continue to breastfeed, say, beyond the six months year kind of timeline? Yeah, more and more. I okay. think once you get past that six months and closer to the year, it's nothing like feeding a newborn. Mm. So when I'm with a mom and she's got a new baby and women talk about returning to work, all the time you know even when they've just started their maternity leave it weighs heavily on their mind so those early weeks of establishing breastfeeding which are you know tough enough and you're then thinking oh god how am I going to do this and manage working and they're thinking if my baby is feeding this frequently and I'm back at work like this just is not going to happen at all but as you move Beyond the six months and closer to the year, what women are seeing now, the solids introduced, Mm -hmm. it's just nothing like a newborn. So they're up and running, breastfeeding's going really well. And we would see it down at the group week in, week out, where moms are really enjoying breastfeeding. It's going really well. And they're talking about, well, what can I do now to keep breastfeeding when I return to work? And again, it's thinking that it's not a black or white way of thinking about breastfeeding. So some moms 
will want to express the milk and give that to their childcare provider. Other women then, it's about thinking, okay, so you can feed in the morning, you can feed in the evening and you can partially wean and mm-hmm. the formula during the day. So there's lots of options. They're, you know, it doesn't have to be the be all and end all is that you must be pumping. But with this legislation now, I think as women are going into maternity leave, it just eases their perceived pressure of going back. Oh, it does. And you're so right. It's one of the first things that's at the forefront of your mind yeah, when you absolutely. have a new baby. Uh, I mean, you're, you know, you're supposed to have the six months to, you know, ease into to motherhood and everything that comes, all the challenges that comes mm-hmm, with that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what baby it is. And then you are constantly thinking about this yeah. as well. And, you know, for a long time, as well like or sorry do, do you find that there's judgment you know that can come into play where people in society have negative opinions around the older child so the the child that's say one approaching two or is two still being breastfed we have a kind of a you know gasp of horror when they when this yeah, kind of stuff happens yeah. oh look i would have been that person when a friend of mine was feeding an older <laughs> baby because i hadn't seen it yeah So the more we see it now, it becomes more normalised. And again, this is a weekly piece of conversation point down at the support group where somebody has said to a mom, made a comment about her continuing to breastfeed. And it does knock people's confidence. Mm. Some people it wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't give a Dixie. Other people, you know, they can really feel quite self-conscious about it. So again, it's talking to other women and getting that support from your peer group But the more people see babies being breastfed, and I think where you see it changing is in a particular family, there's Mm. a baby who's older than people maybe thought they would be breastfeeding, continuing to breastfeed, and really it doesn't make any difference to normal life. It's just one of those things. And then the people in that circle become more used to it. Yeah, and this is where it trickles out then into the wider yeah, society, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, for a long time, going back to work while still breastfeeding must have been so challenging for women. Like, I've heard of stories of women pumping in the bathroom, being forced to kind of do it in secret, sort of, you know, trying not to let their employer maybe know what they're doing mm-hmm. in case they're sort of, you know, judged for what they're doing. Absolutely, yeah. I think there was a lot of women who maybe were pumping in the car or something like mm. that. Um, but now the workplaces are going to have to look at setting up facilities. So they will need to provide a private room, fridge, storage for people's pump parts if they want to leave it on site, comfortable chair, PowerPoint, sink, um, changing mat if the baby's coming into the workplace. And actually some of the stuff I was looking at this morning kind of online for different companies is that the suggestions around, you know, if you are an industrial park, that you kind of talk to your neighbours and somebody sets up the breastfeeding room for the industrial park yeah, and then anybody needs idea. to use it. Like I remember like when I was attending the Lourdes in the outpatients there, the room was there for staff in the Lourdes. Mm. So, you know, when you start to see it like that, it is good. But certainly I think previously people, it was kind of secret. I know when I went back to work, the best thing for me was that my line manager, she was about three months ahead of me with a baby. Oh, great. she had gone back yeah. to breastfeeding. So, then, you know, she had kind of had the chat and it was kind of the norm. And so it wasn't like a secret thing or kind of skulking to a bathroom and hoping nobody was going to come in and hear the whir of the pump. (laughs) The awful whir of the pump. Oh my God, you're bringing me back. Thankfully, they've improved now. They're not as noisy. Oh, they have improved. Thanks be to God. Yeah. And, you know, do you find though things are changing? Like, what is the reality for breastfeeding women? Are they being supported at work? Could more be be done by employers? 
I think, yeah, this is going to, I think people are getting good support and you do hear good stories. This entitlement has been in place already for civil servants and teachers. And I do hear lots of positive stories from teachers about returning to work and being facilitated, which is great. Um, What this will do, it will kind of force people to look at the workplace because now Mm. it's, it's enshrined in law, so they have to do it and write their breastfeeding policy, make things very clear. And then I think, you know, if somebody's been having their induction into an organisation and told these are the various policies we have with health and safety, this is our maturity and breastfeeding policy, and it just becomes the norm. It's just part of the suite of services that you look at for, you know, providing for your staff. And again, you know, the reality is, as an employer, you're going to be thinking, oh, well, what benefit is this going to be to me? Mm. It's going to help with staff retention. It's going to mean that people will come back to work. So yeah. you don't have, you know, paying for temp staff and then having to recruit new staff. It, according to the stats, it increased productivity, better staff morale. But I think the thing that is is really interesting is less absenteeism yes. because moms haven't aren't having to take time off work for babies being sick. Yes. So yes. that is, you know, that's a win-win for everybody. <laughs> Yeah, and that's really great that you've pointed that out for the employers out there because mm-hmm. you're going to have a less stressful situation for a woman returning to work. That's the first thing. She is going yeah. to feel very, very supported by you returning to work and being allowed to take these breaks. No doubt she will perform to the best anyway, but she will go above and beyond because she knows that she's going to be supported within this mm-hmm. this this uh, workplace scenario. So it's really only going to benefit the employer tenfold. In terms of, you know, the women themselves, do you find that, you know, prior to this, you know, a lot of women then would have, say, given up the breastfeeding because they thought, look, it's too much hassle with regards to returning to work? Yeah, I think so. It's something that you kind of would hear women saying, oh, well, I'll have to, I'm going back to work, I have to stop. Mm. And then you want to kind of just have a conversation about that and see, you know, is she ready to stop? Is is she happy? Or if she was given, you know, the opportunity to tease it out and think about what returning to work and breastfeeding might look like, would she actually like to continue? So, you know, that is the type of thing that we would talk about a lot down at the group. And it's myself, I had kind of women that I had seen in private practice with a newborn who were then coming back to me when their babies were older and saying, oh, you know, can I book in? I want to, you know, talk to you more about return to work and kind of put a plan in place. Mm. So that kind of led me to put an actual package together for returning to work because your baby's older. You know, you may not have envisaged breastfeeding an older baby. So there's going to be questions about that and, you know, how to manage it and how you're going to kind of get back to work. What, what kind of conversations do you need to have with the child minder? Who's minding them? Is it better to choose childcare close to your place of employment Mm. or is it better to be close to where you're living? You know, teasing out all those things. But I definitely think a lot of women have probably stopped breastfeeding because of returning to work and now they're getting more choice around that decision which is great. It really is fantastic to see and you know we know so much about the benefits of, of breastfeeding children but remind us again Catherine what are the benefits? 
Well, really, the biggest thing is, you know, the, that immune system. So when a baby is 12 months old, their immune system is still only operating at, at 60% of an adult. So as you continue to breastfeed your baby, you're helping them develop their own immune system. And then everything that has always been the case, it builds brain, you know, all those different things about bone strength, muscle development, mm. all those things that you have with a newborn continue to benefit your child as they grow. So it's not like we get to six months and breast milk, the switch turns off. Yeah. But I think because we, the message we've gotten quite strongly is breastfeed for six months and then we interpret that as, okay, that's it, done. You know, previous generations, it was 12 weeks was kind of yes. the point. Whereas now we're being told, you know, at your hospital appointments, if you given all the glossy pamphlets about breastfeeding exclusively for six months, adding solids and breastfeeding for two years. But as I've spoken to you before, it's all very well saying to women, this is what you should do. But it's meaningless if there isn't practical support in place that you can achieve that. This is a massive step towards supporting women who want to, to continue to breastfeed for longer. And absolutely, that is so true. And what I love about what you do as well is that you support mum all the way. So whether it's breastfeeding for a day, a month, a year, it's all about the mum's choice as well. Because so often we know it's good and we know it's beneficial for baby, but it can be overwhelming or things might happen where it just doesn't suit the mother to continue. And I, I think that that's fantastic what you do. You support them no matter what, how long they decide to breastfeed for. Well, that's so important. You know, a baby needs their mom to be well. God is the most important person in a baby's life. So, as you say, yeah, there can be complications. In in most instances, if a mom is given good and timely support, she will be able to breastfeed. But unfortunately, sometimes if that support comes in that much later, you know, I might meet a mom maybe at six weeks, and then you're looking at getting the pump out and not a lot of pumping or various different things that might help her re-establish the milk supply. And it's not, you know, she mightn't have the support to do that. She could have Mm. a two-year-old running around, her husband's working long hours, she hasn't got a family living in the area, and it's just not going to work out for her. So it's really important that women are supported and, you know, choice is everything. And it's great that we have choice here that, you know, people can make different choices and it's safe to feed your baby formula. Um, and also, like, one of the things that's fantastic about the group in Drogheda is that women who are combination feeding by necessity or by choice feel very welcomed. And we yeah. had a lovely mom return to the group there just as we were finishing up for the summer who had, you know, fed her first baby, combination fed from very early on and was coming back with her second baby and knew that this is the place for her, that she was going to be supported to do that. So it's fantastic that those women can have, the, you know, a breastfeeding experience yeah. that works for them. Absolutely. And, you know, there's still a lot of misconceptions out there around it. Like I was looking at your fabulous Facebook page there the other day and um, you had the comedian uh, Catherine, I can't think of her second name now. but a she was work on moms. Yes. And yeah. she had a glass of wine and she was breastfeeding and I kind of thought, oh God, for a second. But of course, women can have a little bit of alcohol while breastfeeding. Yeah, that's what I always flag um, my VFC colleague, Marie, that this is her expertise topic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the way um, breastfeeding and alcohol work is obviously, you know, you wouldn't be having alcohol with a premie or a baby yeah. who has kind of additional compromised health. But where, you know, as the baby gets older and your breastfeeding is established, you can have a glass of wine. And um, the milk is made in the blood, 
So as your alcohol level drops in your blood, it's the same in breast milk. So this whole notion of pumping and dumping is a myth. These dipsticks that you see you can buy to test the milk is a myth. Um, Again, there's a fantastic um, pharmacist, Wendy Jones in the UK, and I remember going to a lecture with her and it was about alcohol, drugs, moms, and she was talking about the the risk is if you're too intoxicated that you can't mind the baby. Yeah. That is more of a risk. Um, And that's obviously never advised. So having a glass of wine um, just after you've breastfed will mean that by the time your baby comes to breastfeed again, that it'll have cleared through your system. And the other then kind of thing that we would give people around safe information is that you wouldn't bed chair if you've had a drink. Yes. For that night, pop the baby into the Moses basket or the cot. Fantastic. Absolutely. You can have a drink and breastfeed. Ah, good news for breastfeeding mums. Uh, What about mums who are out there who are struggling with breastfeeding but they want to continue? I know myself that particularly those early few weeks where you're in the floods of tears, you haven't had a shower in a couple of days and you're just going, this baby, what's going on? won't latch or whatever. This is where you come in. Yeah, so there were lots of supports out there. So the Lourdes Hospital there, they have a fantastic department of parent craft, which you can link in with. And if you've had your baby in a different hospital, be sure to get back in touch and ask, you know, is there a breastfeeding clinic that I can come into? Um, Obviously, your public health nurse as well as a support. And then could you offer breastfeeding counsellors this phone line that you can look up and you can talk to somebody our group is taking our summer break, mm-hmm. but you can phone you can phone somebody in Donegal. It doesn't matter if you live in Drogheda, you can phone somebody in Cork. Um, there's online support groups as well. And then obviously there's lactation consultants in private practice. So I would still be working over the summer and seeing um, parents at, at home visits. So yep. people can, can have a look at my website, lactationconsultant.ie. Fantastic, Catherine. Thank you so much for joining us with all of that great information. And it's fantastic to see that uh, more, you know, moves are being made uh, for to support wom- uh, women going back to work in this area. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Sinead. Bye-bye. Thanks a million. So, Catherine, as she mentioned there, lactationconsultant.ie, that is her website. Also, check out the Facebook page as well for Drogheda Quidju Breastfeeding Support Group if you're in that area or just look up the face group of your, uh, your, your local area there and they've always got like great tips and everything that they post even if they're not operating during the summer months so hopefully that will help people The 11 to 1 show Here for you Annette in Delik does a very Irish thing going out the door (laughs) and this is something I didn't think people still did this but I totally I can see you doing this now uh, Annette as you go out the door so what does she grab and go when she's leaving the house well the keys obviously and the holy water the dab of the holy water while you're going out the door does anyone else do that let me know 086-1800-658 keep those coming in we're going to be picking another finalist for our competition in association with Dundalk Stadium very very shortly now back to the music here's Miley Cyrus we were good we were gone LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Board Gosh Energy Win All-Ireland Senior Hurling Final Tickets with new boiler installations T's and C's apply See localheroes.ie Alfco Farm Services Limited require a full-time retail shop assistant in the trim area Please send your CV to ronan at alfco.ie 
Douglas Nurseries and Horticultural Services Limited require landscape operatives based in RD. Please email info at douglaslandscaping.ie. Ashburn Tire Centre Limited require tire fitters for a very busy depot. Please email accounts at ashburntirecentre.ie. Headford Arms Hotel Kells are recruiting both part and full time qualified chefs. To apply, please email your CV to olivia at headfordarms.ie. And Terry Glen Residential Care Services are looking to recruit full time social carers in Cavan, Louth, and Westmeath areas. To apply, email recruitment at terryglen.ie. Don't forget, all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Gosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation visit localheroes.ie There's Van Morrison days like this <laughs> Sandra in Kells she always grabs a handful of tissues never to be stuck in the loo with no paper or a runny nose so Sandra thank you so much for sending that message in you are going along to the race day in Dundalk Stadium next Wednesday July 12th thank you so much for all of your messages that was brilliant all of those on 86 658 don't worry tomorrow there will be another chance for you to win in association with Dundalk Stadium there's Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive, bringing our show to a close. Tomorrow on the show, numerologist Gronya Tyndall will be back with me. I know she's always very popular when she's on because on Friday, it's the 7th of the 7th and then the 2023, the 2, the 2 and the 3 add up to 7 as well. So it's a 777. Very important date on Friday. So Gronya's going to be chatting us to discuss that and more on tomorrow's show. That is our lot for today. Thank you so much for your company. I'll chat to you again tomorrow. The 11 to 1 show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.